the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On the NASA. Welcome in to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. Yesterday's show was so good. It was so good. How good was it? It was so good that today you could probably could switch channels. See what's happening over at the sports channel. See if you can't find something else to occupy your mind today. It's going to be not so good. Because we got sameness. Sameness. Oh, I hate the word. Austerity needs to be re- replaced with sustainability. Sameness. Blah. It's Blahville. Welcome to Blahville, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be your host and captain. Buckle up as we're going to be flying at 35,000 kilometers. I don't even know what a kilometer is. That's what I love about Americans. When we don't know, we shamelessly don't know. But the sameness is killing me today. Israel kills a senior Hamas leader. It provides video of it for the world to see. Don't mess with Israel. When half of Europe holds a strike to protest austerity measures, we see it again. When the president and the House GOP leaders make it sound like they're willing to compromise on a fiscal cliff so long as the other side agrees to their strongly held beliefs, well, we've seen it before, and thus we start to deteriorate a little bit of our confidence in the markets. I sent out a letter, newsletter yesterday to anyone who signs up for it free. Go to robblack.com, hit visitor sign up. And basically, this is in a nutshell, you know, the yin and the yang is valuations are cheap. Earnings are great. Revenues are soft. Those three factors that I just hit, Hamas, leader dead, which is an awesome video, by the way. If you like seeing uh, cars get blown up and lives come to an end, it's an awesome video. I gave up on uh, awesome videos. Like, I no longer want to see kids lose their teeth skateboarding. Yeah, that was fleeting in the first place, but it's over now. I'm tired of the GOP leaders and the president. Blah, bark, 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 bark. It's like a little midget dog. Oh, not supposed to say midget. It's like a little person dog. It's a little. It's like a little dog. So, Europe austerity. The word austerity is a bad word. We're going to cut programs that we promised you. How about the word sustainability? We need to make it more sustainable so we can keep giving it to you. Oh, suddenly you sound like you're being kind to me. That's kind of what's happening. Fiscal cliff issue, focal points of the markets. Hey, can the market go down another 10%? Absolutely. It did last year. Remember when we had the Democrats and the Republicans having their, like, super powwow and figuring out the budget? And as we got closer and closer and closer, the market panicked and panicked and panicked. And then we roared up 25%. So the Eurozone's still a mess. It's going to continue to be a mess for up to five years. China's got some new leadership. 
Now, here's the weird thing about China. We don't really know the new leadership. Is it going to be kind of like Western, or is it going to be kind of like shut-in? So there's ample reason to think in the midst of that keep trade and geopolitical tensions high. They do a weird thing in China. And I, again, I don't – we do a weird thing in the United States. We have a two-party system for 270 million-plus people, two parties. It's like, do you like cake or not cake? Do you, you know, it's, it's crazy. So China's got this new leadership, right? And they, 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 they go into a room and they come out, and whoever comes out first is the leader. Whoever comes out second, second in charge. Whoever comes out third is third in charge. It's almost like kindergarten. Right? It's odd. So partisan politics still shining through in tax policy comments. You know, yesterday I said something that I guess it's controversial. I think we should eliminate the tax deduction on interest mortgage. Because I think people who are under 30 who don't have a house, and that's most of them, they don't get the same thing that I get. And I'm actually being fair. I'm actually being one of those wealthy guys who's saying, take away something from me. And people cry like babies. You can't take away. You can't take away. You give it to me, baby. Yeah, you actually can. We've done it before. First and foremost, at one point in time, all interest was tax deductible, including credit cards. Why are we giving a tax deduction to someone who refies their mortgage and takes money out of their house to buy a TV? Why? Why, I ask. Why? Why are we giving a tax deduction to someone who buys a second? Why are we giving tax deductions to the first rate? place like think about it for a second hey your tax rate if you make over quarter million dollars is 28 percent unless you happen to own a home unless you happen to give it to charity unless you like tax deduction is kind of stupid in the first place figure uh, we need to tax the rich more but it's not going to work unless you get rid of the tax deductions because they're going to figure out deductions to take trust me i'm the rich Trust me, I'm not paying the highest tax bracket, and yet I'm in the highest tax bracket. Empire Manufacturing Index reading for November was negative 5.2. It means basically nothing. The pace of contraction in the manufacturing region, it may have slowed. Again, it's more the same, though. Fourth straight month of contraction. On the bright side, the new orders index moved above zero for the first time. Manufacturing's okay in the United States. Superstorm Sandy Duncan. Superstorm Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan had a storm named after her. What do I have to do to get a storm named after me? Earnings calendar has been dominated by retailers. Walmart, weaker than expected. Target, better than expected. Again, it's more the same. Cautious sounding guidance from Limited, from Children's Place, Williams Nama, Walmart. You know, Walmart's a company I could talk about for about 10 years and still not run out of content. Did you know that Walmart's $444 billion in sales is $20 billion more than Australia's GDP? If Walmart were a country, it would be the 26th largest company in the world. Walmart serves more than 10% of all Americans, right? I know you're saying, fun. Walmart has more employees worldwide, 2.2 million, than the population of Houston. Walmart employs 1.4 million people in the United States alone. If Walmart was an army, it would have the second largest military in the world. 
behind China. Walmart's bigger than Home Depot, Kroger, Target, Sears, Costco, and Kmart combined. Average family of four spends over $4,000 a year at Walmart. The average family of four spends $4,000 a year at Walmart. Walmart serves over 200 million customers in more than 10,400 stores in 27 countries each week. One in every $4 Americans spends on groceries is spent at Walmart. 25% of our grocery bill is tied towards Walmart. CEO of Walmart, guy named Michael Duke. He earned a salary of $35 million. In more in just one hour, he earned more than a full-time employee makes in an entire year. In 2009, what was the number one thing that Walmart sold? Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas. China's exports to Walmart accounts for 11% of the growth of the total U.S. trade deficit. Walmart's crazy. Like It's almost one reason why you want to own Walmart. Now, the stock took off on a run in the last 52 weeks, so you don't want to own it right now. But it should be on your shopping list. Every, every time it goes down 10 20%, it should be on your shopping list. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. Find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're headed back out towards the Berkeley Drive where an accident involving a motorcycle and two cars still has the left lane blocked on Westbound 80 right before Gilman. Traffic has been stop and go from Carlson Boulevard. That's our Bloomberg Market Minute. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Money, investing, and much, much more. Solar stocks are fading into the sunset right now. Getting crushed. It's some ugly action. Whether it's SunTech or Yingli or JA Solar or SunPower or China Sun Sunergy or First Solar. Every one of them's down. It's not too complicated. The solar industry simply continues to be devastated by falling prices, weak demand, and disappearing government subsidies. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. If you have any question you want to get on air, I'm kind and gentle. I'm kind of like a puppy. Call the show. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. The whole Petraeus affair, it's pretty obnoxious. We're more focused on that than we are on a fiscal cliff and a looming recession in the United States. Dow's up 24, the Nasdaq's up 5, the S&P 500 up 4. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton is a certified financial planner with NewFocusFinancial.com. Expenses in retirement significantly impact your retirement cash flow. Some studies studies suggest that retirement expenses may be 60 to 80% of your current expenses. I don't know if I trust any of these studies because we all differ like golden clay. Those studies are ridiculous. I don't know if they've ever looked at anybody when they actually retire. From my experience, people spend more money the first five years of retirement than when they were working. 
Now, every, almost every single time. Is it fair to say that age 60 to 70 in retirement, your expenses, you should probably count on 100% of what you're doing while you're working? Or maybe... It's, it's typically more. Okay, you think it's more. Okay. Because what happens when you retire, and I've, I've said this so many times on the air, I know, but it, it's still people have to be aware. When you're working, you get your health insurance paid for. Right. When you turn 65, you have to sign up for Medicare. Medicare Part A is free. Medicare Part B costs you over 115 bucks a month. But it's still not enough, so you need supplemental insurance, you need prescription drug coverage, and you need long-term care protection as well on top of those costs. So you have to figure five to $700 a month per person in retirement. You have to figure your expenses for your vacations. And a lot of retired people are now having to help their kids, Rob, because the unemployment rate coming out of college is, is, is a little bit too high. Um, and you should focus on that now, too, if you're you know 40 years old planning for your kid's college education, and they come to you and they want to major in philosophy. Yep and you're going to send them to a high college cost for that, you are wasting your money because they're going to just be living on your couch or in your basement again. So, so beware of that. Having a budget is critically important. And let me explain how boring having a budget is. You have housing costs, garden, home repair, home insurance, landscaping, property taxes, rent, uh, telephone, utilities, waste disposal. You have transportation, bus, gas, insurance, license, parking, repairs, vehicle payment. You've got food and beverages, groceries, beverages, restaurants, personal work, appliances. You've got clothing. You've got entertainment. You've got education. You've got gifts that you want to give, medical and dental, obligations like child support, um, postage, life insurance, disability insurance, credit cards. You've got personal care like haircuts. Most people don't think of everything that you have to budget, and in retirement, you got no more. You're not going back to work. So it's critically important that you have a detailed budget that includes pets. If you got a dog or cat in retirement and the dog gets sick, that's a couple thousand dollars sometimes. You, I can't even start an investment portfolio plan for a person unless I know approximately what they're spending. Right. Because cash is king. Right. All right. So use the stupid term cash is king for any portfolio. And when you're younger, minimum of six months of expenses in your emergency reserves. If you're in like a, the tech industry sales where people jump jobs all the time yeah. or the healthcare sales industry where every two to three years they're working somewhere else. Um, a lot of times we'll have those families have at least a year. But when you're retired, it's key that you have three years' worth of expenses. And so I have to figure out how much I have to carve out of the rest of the portfolio to keep in cash outside of management. And then I can go based on how long somebody's going to live, what they need for expenses, and figure out how much they need in stocks, bonds, commodities, and real estate. Um, but the expenses, you know, those long-term projections and a good financial plan, also in retirement, you have to have a very good detailed income plan, a spreadsheet that you can look at that says year over year over the next 10 years, where is my money going to come from? Which accounts am I going to be drawing from in retirement? Yeah. And I can do that as long as I know what the expenses are. And that's key because you want to be comfortable in retirement and knowing where your dollar is going to come from out of which accounts because people are retiring with Ross, IRAs, 401ks, taxable accounts. And it gets confusing. Which one do I draw from first? And a comfortable retirement is, is one where you're very aware of where the money's going to come from. A couple expenses that may actually decrease in retirement, I've tried to think of them because we're going with a negative on increases, but your taxes probably will go down. If you do it right, yeah. Your um, move to a state that has lower tax bracket, and it will. Or move to a state that has no sales tax, and it will. Um, the mortgage probably paid off. That's an expense that should go down in retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would there be? Maybe a reverse mortgage where you could actually start drawing capital from your home and you're actually paying yourself instead of, you see where I'm trying to go with this? Yeah. So, you know, if we hit these one at a time, um, 
the taxes that go down. If you do your income planning right, you can maintain a lower tax bracket in retirement. Okay. The problem is that people spend all their cash first and then their taxable accounts and then they hit their IRAs. And at 70 and a half, you're forced to pull a certain money out of your IRA accounts whether or not you want to. So you, Roth. You can have your Roth go total. Right. Roth, Roths don't have that minimum credit distribution. So people need to make sure that they're pulling they, – they look at their IRAs right from the start and pull enough out to maintain that 15% federal bracket from the beginning. That way they can have a, a low-level bracket for their entire lifetime rather than just put off the withdrawals forever. So that's how you have to deal with, with that scenario. Um, other expenses that go down, it's really things like, you know, Dry cleaning because you're not working anymore. Okay. Eating out should go down. Um, hopefully, but, hopefully your children's education costs have gone down. Right. Right. Otherwise, you're making babies at way too late of life. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that we need to know about uh, managing your cash flow in retirement? Well, it, it, again, it's you know, unfortunately, a lot of people go to a financial advisor. And if they're not asking you those detailed questions or requiring it as part of a comprehensive financial plan, and then they give you some basic boilerplate plan, and at the end of it says buy this annuity or this insurance product, you know you're going the wrong direction. There you go. It has to be personalized and tailored. Yep. And they have to actually get to know you. Because like, if you have a special needs kid, I mean, there's just so many curveballs that could come up, and you don't want to see that. But anyway, you get the idea. I've been speaking with CFP Chad Burton. It's Certified Financial Planner Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. Welcome back in. I'm Rob Black. You can talk to me, call on the show 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't forget, I do do some seminars from time to time. One's coming up the week after Thanksgiving, the Thursday after Thanksgiving in Palo Alto. You can find out more about that event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's a wealth preservation retirement planning. One of the stories that's out there, and it's a pretty consistent story, is that interest rates have fallen to such lows for such a prolonged period of time that senior citizens who have a chunk of change can't put it in the bank and earn enough interest to offset inflation. Where do you park your money if you're looking for a nice dividend? We'll talk about that when we come back on Rob Black and Your Money. Find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. Oh, so much that we could talk about. BP is said to agree to the largest U.S. criminal settlement in history. That's good news. With the stock, and now you're saying, how's that good news for the stock? It's the demon known versus the demon unknown. U.S. Postal Service is on a tightrope. They lost $15.9 billion. Insert your own punchline. Like, I don't even need to, to knock the post ser- Postal Service. Like, this is what's wrong with America. We know it. We see it at our DMV. We know it. We see it with our post office. Look, I'm a big fan of the USPS. I think it's crazy that I can send a piece of mail across the country for 44 cents or whatever it is. It lost 15 more, 15 billion more than it had projected. 15 billion in one year. 
It's going to run out of cash October 15, 2013, unless it makes required workers' compensation payment to the U.S. Labor Department before revenue typically jumps to the holiday season mailing. The service, whose fiscal year ended September 30th, lost $5.1 billion the previous year. Now, I'm saying that it's what's wrong with America. And what it's wrong with America is a lot of people take a job that they think is going to give them, I give you 30 years of my life and you give me 30 years of retirement pension. And the math just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. It's insanity. Yes, it's a public service. Yes, we need a postal service. Because we've got great companies that are private that make billions of dollars like UPS and FedEx. What? Do we really need a postal service? I don't think we do. Now, again, am I insane? I'm insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. Of course I'm insane. Do we need the postal service? No. But yet it still continues on. It still loses billions of dollars that the Congress is going to somehow figure out a way to give it to them and make everyone happy. We've got to stop this insanity. Stop promising people stuff that you can't deliver. Pandora founder. You use Pandora, right? It's a great name for a company. Billboard Magazine, some artists took out an ad in Billboard Magazine. And basically what they're saying is, look, uh, you get a discount on the music that we play. Stop asking people to tell their congressmen to continue this discount or even to deepen it. Pandora's got a, a big, big, big problem. Internet radio is competing with radio. Pandora's business model has a massive flaw. It's the royalty fees that it pays makes the company permanently unprofitable. Only by changing law and reducing those fees can Pandora survive in the long run. But CeeLo Green and the Dead Kennedys are like, you know what? We don't really like this discount that you're getting. And we don't want to deepen it. So it's in Billboard magazine and... As an investor, you look at it and you go, holy mackerel. Brian Adams, Amy Grant, CeeLo Green, Clint Black, Blondie, Jackson Brown, Cowboy Mouth, Cracker, Robert Cray, David Crosby, Sheryl Crow, The Dream, Graham Nash, Roger Waters, Survivor, Survivor, Britney Spears, Rihanna, Brian Wilson, Robert Plant, Primus, they're all saying, and many, many more, for the record. And they're all saying, we're big fans of Pandora, and we gave you a discount in the last decade. You've got massive success. Wall Street's coming in and give you billions. you got great growth in revenues and users. But the music community, we, we need that money to survive. You know, if you're Missy Elliott and you haven't had a hit in years, or Rihanna, or Amy Grant, or Alabama... Billy Joel, Bonnie Raitt, you know, they're saying like, hey, you're getting a massive discount and people are listening to our songs and it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. And this is where it comes back to, 
I don't know if there's a winner here. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I won't buy Pandora as a stock. Because I don't know if there's a winner there. My mom stopped driving when she turned 70. As a group, seniors age 80 and older have the highest rate of fatal crashes per mile driven, even higher than those teenagers. I beg you, I beg you to stop driving after 70. The one way that I don't want to die is in a car accident by someone who shouldn't be driving. Take the keys away. And again, or at least to make the DMV test you every year. Vision problems, slow reactions, other effects of age increase the risk of crashes. A lot of state legislators ignore the problem. Virginia, the only nod towards aging driver's safety is required a vision test after age 80. The licenses are good there for eight years. Only 19 states make seniors renew their licenses more often than younger drivers for seniors. And they cut, you know, half of the states cut eight to ten year renewal periods down to four to six. Only Illinois and New Mexico require, did I say Mexico and New Mexico require annual renewal? Illinois is the only state in the country that mandates that drivers retake the road test as they age. There's a lot of ways I don't want to die. I don't want to die by a drunk driver. As a guy who probably did a little bit too much of that. As a younger man, I don't want to die by a drunk driver. And I don't want to die by a senior citizen. Rules governing physicians vary from state to state. In New York, doctors can't contact the DMV regarding a patient without the patient's permission. Now, in New Jersey, doctors are required to report patients that they don't believe should be behind the wheel. Ain't this fun? I mean, isn't this fun? Like, these are debates that we should be having as a society, and we don't. I fear... And California's got Prop 13. A couple of years ago, a senior citizen drove into a pier of people and killed a lot of people. And nothing changed. What a horrible way to lose a loved one. Because our state should do something that doesn't. And again, we're more engulfed in General Petraeus and his affair with Paula. Call me Paula. I'm in love with her now, too. I want what I can't have. Um, 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 um. We're more engrossed as a nation about who's sleeping with whom. Okay, yeah, there is some, some, tr- some le- le- you know, legitimacy to, like, how did she escape? How did she steal top secret information why did she keep it at her house was she selling it there's a lot of questions to be answered there but not in the public eye and i can say prop 13 is one of the worst things possible for the state of california and you're gonna get mad at me and you're gonna go it keeps people do we promise that their rates wouldn't go up why aren't people paying higher taxes on property that's valued higher it doesn't make sense should they be forced to sell if they can't afford the property tax? Yes, they should. Go to Florida where housing is cheaper. Go to Arizona where housing is cheaper and the weather's better. Grandkids can visit you there. 
Prop 13 basically raped the school district. It was great when it was enacted, but it aged very, very poorly. A lot of things have aged poorly, and yet we, we hang on to them and go, bet, bet, bet. Do you want to take a grandmother away from a grandkid? Yeah, I do. Look, I bought my house from a woman that was paying $400 a year in property taxes. I pay $16,000 a year in property taxes. Not 16000 about 14400 With that said, is there, does that make any sense at all? For the same piece of property? It makes no sense at all. It does not make sense. Fiscal cliff coming up. It's in the media. So, okay, okay, okay. I promised I was going to talk about some fatty dividend stocks, and I didn't. You know, Apple, the day after the iPad went on sale, Apple announced a pretty big fat dividend, $9.9 billion in payments to shareholders. It's a 1.8% dividend yield. AT&T's got a 5.6% dividend yield. So on an income basis, AT&T pays more than Apple. But on a growth basis, Apple grows more than AT&T. Exxon yields about 2.2%. They pay about $8.7 billion a year in dividends. They also buy back an enormous amount of shares. General Electric yields about 3.4%. They're not going to go out of business anytime soon. If you knew what GE did with manufacturing, it's impressive. They make stuff that, like turbines that are tough to wrap your head around. So what do you want? Do you want Johnson & Johnson? They make Band-Aids and more. 3.5% dividend yield. I'll take it. Chevron, I own some shares of 2.9% dividend yield. Pfizer, they fabricate pharmaceuticals. 4% dividend yield. Do you think people are going to be buying Viagra in the future? I do. You're listening to me, Rob Black. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. So some stories that I'm working on today. BP said to agree the largest U.S. criminal settlement in history. That's good news for the stock. You need to learn that what you think is conventional wisdom headlines, typically not. Postal Service on a tightrope. They lost $15.9 billion, only $15 billion more than expected. It's a service that's incredibly defunct. It's a great service. An amazing service. They've got too many people on the pension. McDonald's ousted to see a chief in the United States. There's disarray in McDonald's. They don't, they have lifers. They have people that started on the fry, the fryer, and they end up as CEOs. This is a company that doesn't fire people. This is a company that doesn't oust. You know, Microsoft's got some drama. Lockheed Martin's got some drama. Apple has some drama. Walmart is rolling out a subscription food service called Goodies. And to that, I say, Goody! No, I don't really say that. Let's go back to my crazy Walmart factoids. 
Walmart parking lots alone take up roughly the size of Tampa, Florida. In 2000, Walmart was sued 4,800 times, or about once every two hours. 90% of all Americans live within 15 miles of a Walmart. The Walton family gave away about 2% of its net worth to charity. Bill Gates has given about 48% of his net worth, and Warren Buffet, about 78% of his net worth. An additional Walmart Supercenter per 100,000 residents increases average BMI by about one quarter unit and the obesity obesity rate by about 2.4%. There's people that are so fat in the world that they have to be pushed around on carts, and Walmart is adding to the obesity rate. The most frequent destination typed into GPS device Is that not, I mean, is this not crazy? uh, This is crazy to me. I can't be the only person who says crazy. Okay. With that said, they're pretty powerful. I read a story yesterday that some guy uh, tried to burn down a Home Depot to save his friend's mom and pop store. So Walmart's going to roll out a mail subscription service called Goodies that lets shoppers discover new foods from the comfort of their home. For a monthly fee of $7, that includes tax and shipping, customers can get a box of five to eight hand-picked sample-sized food items, ranging from organic to ethnic products that are not currently carried on Walmart shelves. Amazon, your game. I love this. Business in the United States confidence continues a stunning collapse. I said whoever won this election is probably going to regret winning because they're walking into a divided Congress that's probably going to kick the can down the road and or cause rising fiscal policy uncertainty, which should have a negative impact on business activity. After the status quo election results, the ideological divide that blew up the grand bargain in 2011 still exists. Risks are significant that a fiscal cliff deal won't be reached by January 1, potentially a major blow to the economy. It appears to be moving into the year end with little momentum. The consumer has been feeling more confident thanks to emerging bullish trends like the rebound in home prices. We're looking at another collapse in home prices if this does happen. Good stuff, huh? Good stuff. Initial jobless claims in the United States jumped to 439,000. I always like to fire people by saying, you know, last night, after you left work, I decided to fire you. That's a note that I leave on the desk when it's time to cut. Cut, 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 cut. Why do anything in person? So the new leader of China loves American war movies. Since Xi Jinping is named head of China's Communist Party, chairman of the country's Central Military Commission. He's going to take over as president of the country from Hu Jintao. I know you're saying, but we just elected Obama. But China's official a little bit more important than Americans' official. In the months leading up to the once-in-a-decade transfer of power, the rumor mills were running 
Who is Xi Jinping? Who is he? Like, we need to know. Success of the Beijing Olympics in 2008. He had significant experience in local governance. He lacked similar experience at the national level. He got the opportunity to flex his leadership during the Olympics. He was appointed the executive secretary of the secretariat. Man, China's got some fun, fun bureaucratic names. The executive secretary of the secretariat? Come on, that's fantastic. He's very institutional. As far as institutions go. He's the compromise candidate. Um, what else do I, can I tell you about him? He grew up in the lap of luxury. His father was vice premier. Formative years on the countryside, so he's in touch with the people. He spent some time in a farm in Iowa, Iowa nearly 25 years ago when he was an official in China's province. He loves American basketball, American war movies. Saving Private Ryan's his favorite movie. His daughter's at Harvard. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Doc Walmart. Good numbers, but weak outlook. Very competitive outlook. Talk weekly initial jobless claims, 439,000. Expectations for 388,000. The problem was the prior was 361. So that's a big jump, 70,000. But heavily tied towards unemployment claims coming out of the Northeast, tied towards Hurricane Sandy Duncan. Continuing claims increased. Problematic. October CPI up one-tenth of a percent consumer price index. That's what the expectation was for. That's a very anemic number. Let's take a look at the financial data. We've got the Dow down 27. NASDAQ down 9. The S&P 500 down 1. 10-year Treasury sits at 1.6%. Oil sits fractionally lower at $88 a barrel. Housing data is stable. Housing stocks are hot. You with me? Housing data, very stable. 
housing stocks very, very hot. Mortgage rates dropped again this week, sending the 15- and 30-year rates to new record lows. Crazy, right? One of the areas that we're well-funded for the next 10, 20, 30 years is I refinanced two out of my three major mortgages, and I saved a lot of money by going with a record low rate. Long story short is I saved about $7,000 a year in interest or in costs. Better way of saying that. 30-year mortgage sits at 3.3%. 3.3%. 15-year mortgage sits at 2.65%. So mortgage rates hit a record low. It's amazing. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. So housing stocks are doing incredibly well because housing costs are incredibly lower. So where do we go with this? Pulte Home, Pulte Group, ticker symbol PHM. Best stock in the SP 500 this year, up 149%. Lennar is up 83%. DR Horton Beezer Homes, all mo 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 momentum mo mo. Home Depot, the giant home improvement goods chain, they raised their forecast. Lowe's is advanced 25%. Home Depot is up 50% this year. Now, housing's just kind of gone sideways. Like, it hasn't been that good. It hasn't been all that in a bucket of chicken. But there's a lot of disagreements out there. But one thing we could all say is that sideways sometimes is up for somebody else, right? Kavnani and KP Holmes, Toll Brothers, Pulte, Lennar, D.R. Horton. I'm telling you all the players. I'm telling you, all the players, an economist at IHS Global Insight, he issued a report that showed another positive development for housing. The homeowner vacancy rate dropped to 1.9% at the close of the third quarter, marking its lowest point in seven years. What's that? I know you're saying, what did you just say? Like, like tell me again. The homeowner vacancy rate dropped to 1.9%. What that indicates is that most most of the extra construction that came into being during the housing, during the housing top, during the housing boom, it's been worked through. It's a statistic which measures the proportion of homes vacant and for sale. It's one of the more important housing indicators. It's also one of the more overlooked because people don't understand what I just said. We're not building enough homes. So that's a positive. And again, back in 2002, 2003, 2004, I warned that housing was creating a bubble. Craigslist has a a forum where people can bash people in media. Oh, it looks like she's got fake this. Oh, she's getting old. Oh, he clearly looks drunk. Oh, Diane Sawyer, tip the hat. He, oh, he's overworked. No, he's drunk. Back in 2006, someone just railed me for going negative on housing. And he was like, it always goes up. 
Let's go to Bob in Mountain View. Bob? Hello. Hi, hi, Rob. Hey, Bob. Well, you hit one of my hot buttons, so I'd like to talk to you about Prop 13. Yep. Uh, quick, three quick uh, points that maybe you could respond to. One is that uh, if you look at the uh, rate of uh, at the amount of taxes we collect from property tax here in the state, it's gone up more than inflation and property growth. So we really don't have a, a taxing problem. We've got a spending problem. No, 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 no. That's a different argument. Well, all right. saying government spends Let's, too much. No, that's a different argument. It's a different argument. I pay more for my taxes on my piece of property, 10,000 square feet, than you do on your 10,000 square foot house. Okay, let, let, let me address that. Talk about that. Don't talk about government spending. Talk about that. Okay, I will. You knew what you were going to pay in property tax before you bought your house. Now, the, the lady you bought it from, she, she knew it when she started, but there's no way she could have planned for the increase. That's one point. The other no. point is then so, the, 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 the really increase. One the increase is so great. Then move. She bought her house for fifty thousand dollars. She sold it for a million and a half. Yeah, but what if she oh, poor lady. To be but but anyway, Prop you know, thirteen was designed, but you're not saying one thing that makes sense. Thirteen, you don't know. People under the age of thirty can't afford housing because of you. That's baloney. Uh, you, uh, if you couldn't afford your house, you shouldn't have bought it. People under 30 can't. I can because I'm wealthy. Right. Prop 13 was designed by... Stop. You're not making any sense. Call back when you have an argument. People... Like, I know that when I make $10,000, I pay no taxes. I know that when I make a quarter of a million, I'm in the highest tax bracket. But also, I know that I'm making a quarter of a million dollars. Prop 13 was designed 30-plus years ago by a guy named Howard Jarvis, an apartment owner's lobbyist. I could try to open a restaurant in my hometown. I can't because the guy that owns sneakers in my hometown, he's owned it for a commercial property for a long period of time. So he pays less in taxes than I would. I can't be competitive. He has the highest prices in the neighborhood. No one can compete with him. Disneyland is assessed at a nickel per square foot. If it were sold today, it would be sold at a much higher rate. The power to taxes moved from local control to Sacramento. Those over the age of 50 will remember that local boards and councils used to set a tax rate that determined how much your tax would be. No other state has anything as stupid as this. Now, again, it's your hot button. I get it. You're, you're favored by it. I don't care that I pay a lot of money. I make a lot of money. I'm speaking for the person under 30 who doesn't. I pay as much in my mortgage taxes or in my property taxes as some people pay a year in their mortgage. And you you got grandfathered in. Fine. Let it grandfather out with you. When you die, stop doing it to new people. Prop 13 was passed in 1978. Millions of homes have been sold and reassessed at much higher rates. Now, again, should it be passed on to children? No. Should it be... Uh, Tied towards commercial businesses. No. For the old people, you get your bloated deal. That's fine. But you're screwing younger people. And there's no way around that. This is Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. AM 1220 K and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Just had a caller talk about Prop 13. And for those of you listening in Seattle, forgive me. I understand that you don't have this ridiculously stupid rule. Prop 13 holds house values for those on fixed incomes, and that's wonderful. That's wonderful. 
Let's grandfather it out. Let's stop it. A negative shifts unequal tax burden to newer homeowners. Period. Period. Again, the difference between what I pay versus my neighbor is ridiculous. He has the home appreciation. I'm hoping for the home appreciation. I know what I signed up for. I'm a big boy. I'm not worried about it in any way, shape, or form. Howard Jarvis, it's a great concept. But when you reduce property taxes as aggressively, you, you kill the possibility for the state to shine. What's happened to our state schools in the last 35 years? It's embarrassing. We're 48th in, 48th in the nation. We should be leading the world in education, and we're almost a third-world country in public education. Our police departments are thin. Our fire departments are thin. All because, oh, I know what I signed up for. And why that is important? It's not. The assets appreciate it. Tax it. Every other state does. If you want to give some sort of fairness act to old people, fine. But let's, let's call it for what it is. It's not what you sign up for. It's ruined the state of California on education, and no one will argue that. And it's not about how much they're spending in, in Sacramento, because trust me, there's bureaucracy bloat everywhere. Does it even make sense that you say, oh, your tax rate's fixed at this plus 2%? Oh, the home goes up 500%, and you're still paying $400. It's retarded. I hope your house burns down and no fireman can get to you. And then we'll see how you feel about it. Do I really hope his house burns down? No. Well, maybe I do. I just won't say it out loud. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers. The Dow's down 27, the Nasdaq down 9, the SP 500 down 1. Joining me now, certified financial planner Chad Burton. He's with New Focus Financial. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. He's a certified financial planner. One of the issues on retirement, Chad, I look at risk. There's market risk, there's political risk, there's uh, currency risk, there's headline risk, there's earnings risk, there's inflation risk. There's lots of types of risk. But in retirement, I think there's five. There's timing risk. When do the lower or down returns occur? There's market risk, lower overall returns. A lot of people look at the last 10 years and say, uh, people over 60, they're just not going to expose their assets to, to risk anymore. And risk equals re- higher returns mm-hmm. in theory. Um, there's expense risk, medical costs go up, repairs go up, replacement of cars. There's longevity risk, risk, you know, you live in too long. Yeah. Like, at some point in time, I want my mom to die because she's becoming more and more expensive as the years go on. I know that sounds horrible to say. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. You just look like a big jerk. But there's also inflation risk. Yeah. And inflation risk hits seniors more than anyone else because of the cost of health care and Medicare. Right. Well, you have to expose yourself to some risk assets. Otherwise, later in life, you will subject yourself to a much lower lifestyle. The only way you can keep up with inflation is dealing with stocks, commodities, different types of investments. So if we look at inflation risk as an issue, that means part of your portfolio, part of your stock portfolio has to be overseas. The reason why is because when you're earning money, in over, you know, stocks from other countries or bonds from other countries, you're automatically hedging yourself against a falling dollar, which is where inflation comes from. 
Okay? Higher commodity prices and a falling dollar causes inflation. So in your overall portfolio, you need to have of your government bond exposure, some of it needs to be in TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Bonds, and of your overall bond exposure, a decent portion needs to be in foreign bonds with a good, well-known manager that's been doing it for a while and has good risk-adjusted returns. And of your stock portfolio, you've got to have some good dividend-paying stocks from overseas as well. That's a good way to hedge against inflation. Um, other risks that we have to hedge against is that, that idea of longevity that you talked about, right? Absolutely. I mean, people used to retire thinking they were going to live till 80, 85. Now, I've had uh, three clients make it to past age 100, and I'm sure I'll you have a lot You had three clients more. make it over 100? Yeah. Do you send them a gift? <laughs> I should have. Send them a, a card like, hey, you're over 100, your life must suck. We had a client that uh, at 98 fell off of her ladder cleaning her own gutters. That's crazy. I fell off my ladder. She broke her hip, and she was fine You know, six months later. Wow. Tough old lady. Tough old lady. Yes, she was. She so, so, so what's that? She chew leather? <laughs> for breakfast every day. Leather and bacon. Um, but, you know, for longevity risk, that's why I say, you know, you've you got to have a good portion of your overall income coming from income that you can't outlive. Yeah. Things like uh, pension-type income, Social Security-type income. Income that's guaranteed from, you know, either the government or, or some sort of a highly rated insurance company, that's your longevity switch. There's actually longevity insurance that's being sold out there now that kicks in after age 85 and starts paying you a certain amount of money. Um, so there is ways to build that into your overall plan, that, that longevity risk. Let me know how much time we have left, Mr. Producer, at some point in time. Timing risk. That, I think it's kind of a, one of the one things that like, people don't think about. But, like, the housing downturn caused a lot of people's retirements just calamity. Yeah. Because they had this asset that was appreciated, 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 appreciated. And then the, you know, the 2006 real estate bubble popped. Mm-hmm. And the timing, it sucked to be a 2010 time frame. You know, it, I don't know if that makes any sense what I'm trying to say. It does because, you know, a lot of people, especially in the Bay Area, re- retire with, a lot, with rental properties, yeah. right? Yeah. And they have to do a very detailed retirement plan with their cash flow um, and saying that, okay, my income need is here. It's going to go up with inflation every year, and my portfolio is only going to last 15 years, so obviously I'm going to have to start selling some of my properties. And if that is in real estate, you need to know 10 years ahead of the game before you know you're going to need to sell real estate. Because real estate cycles cycle through every 10 years. So if you're going wait, through... Wait, wait, what's that mean? Real estate cycles every 10 years? Every 10 years, from peak to trough to peak to trough. Really? It's always a 10-year type of a cycle. Okay. So um, we're, we're, stocks are very similar, too. I mean, you have you know, seven, 70% of the time stocks are up, 30% of the time stocks are down. Bear markets, bull markets tend to last 10 to 15 years at a time. So everything cycles. So you know that, okay, it's, it's uh, 2012. I'm going to have to sell a rental property to replenish my portfolio by 2022. Right. Okay. Let's say in five years you get what's really another real estate bubble, for example. I'm not saying there's going to be one, but it, let's say there is. Let's say everybody and their moms wanting to buy real estate no matter what it's doing, and you know you, you're at the top of another price point. Well, you might want to sell that property five years early and take advantage of that dip. In terms of your overall portfolio, to take out the timing risk, the timing risk when you're in retirement is you're living off of your portfolio. So the thing that will kill your returns and kill your chances of a long-term retirement in the long run is if you're selling stocks or bonds in a down market. Both have a lot of risk. In fact, in bonds, there's more risk now than ever that you're going to have to sell in a down bond market because we haven't had a down bond market for many years. And usually when the bond market's down, you get two years of negative returns. 
And so the only way to hedge against that, you need three years' worth of your portfolio draws in cash. That's the only way that you're going to make sure that you don't time the market on the selling side. And uh, after that, every quarter on the upside, peel your gains to replenish the amount of that cash that you've spent. That's how you reduce the risk of timing and retirement. Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.